using one too. Um, let's just do this, okay? Another episode of The Venus Podcast. This is my final episode of 2022. Wow. Tonight also, I think it's pretty ironic that it is the last full moon of 2022. It is the cold moon and it is a full moon in Gemini. And a lot of times, you know, full moons are meant for releasing things. Um, and so I definitely am going to be doing a full moon release tonight and just making sure that I release everything that I do not want to carry over into the new year with me, um, energetically, physically, whatever that may be. But I'm excited to be here. I think I've been pretty consistent posting on my YouTube. I think I only took a few weeks like hiatus where there was some issues with, you know, memory and that type of thing with my phone and devices. And I'm working on it, guys. I'm getting, I'm going to get better equipment. But on the last episode, I had my friend Ashley on. Shout out to Ashley. Shout out to friends, you know, period, who stuck around, whether you were a new friend or a longtime friend. If you are still like a friend of mine this year, I appreciate that because friends are, you know, few and far between. They're kind of hard to come by, real friends. And I mean that in with everything. Like, I have been a friend to some people and they're not always a friend to me. But I always appreciate when there's a friendship that's reciprocal on both ends. So shout out to my real friends. <laughs> and shout out to um, Ashley again, because she, you know, she was on my last episode. If you were watching the Vila's podcast or if you've been following the last episode, she gave me a challenge. So usually at the end of a year, we all take inventory about what maybe has happened for that year. But for the most part, people are generally planning for the next year, right? They're like, well, I want to do this next year. I'm going to buy a house. I want to get a new job. I want to move. I want to whatever, whatever it is that they plan to do. And there are some people who do take inventory about what they already have done, what they accomplished. And that was the challenge that actually gave me in the last episode. She challenge you the rest of the year. Think about what you have done. Ooh, okay. Like, don't think about what you haven't done or what you want to do. Focus on what you've done, what you've accomplished. That's it. Don't spend the rest of the year reflecting on what you didn't do, what you want to do next year. Focus on what you've accomplished, period. Doesn't have to be just this year. Well, that's what this episode is about, you know. I, a lot of times, shortchange myself. I, a lot of times, shortchange my accomplishments. Oftentimes, I compare myself to other people who are doing things in the arena or industry that I, you know, am in or want to be in. Um, and I use them as a basis for whether or not I feel successful. And that is the complete and utter wrong mindset to have. It is. It's part of the reason why I took the whole social media hiatus because it was me comparing myself and me feeling bad about myself and it was triggered by the things that I was seeing. Not anything that anybody in particular was doing or saying to make me feel bad. It was just me feeling bad. And I had to realize, like, girl, you have done a lot. <laughs> There's a lot I still want to do, but you've done a lot. I was looking at my vision board. There's a lot of things on the vision board that I actually did accomplish this year. And I didn't even realize, like, oh, I did that. 
For starters, I I wrote a book this year. I published my book. It came out on 2-22-22. And from my understanding, it blessed those who received it. A lot of people, you know, who got it, they loved it. It is still available. You can still purchase my book on Amazon, BarnesandNoble.com, wherever, or from my website. Um, but it's the A to B journal, 22 Thoughts to Enhance Your Life. And I thought it was just really befitting. It came out in the year 2022 on 222, and it has 22 thoughts or 22 entries in it. I'm really proud of that. I did not set out to write a book. I, I, well, I didn't ever really envision myself writing a book or becoming an author. Uh, but when I got the thought last year and I started writing this book last year, I finished it you know, right before the end of the year and then I published it this year. So that is a major accomplishment and I am proud of myself for that. I remember being a little bit nervous about writing a book because I always felt like, what makes you credible, right? Like, what gives you the insight to give and share with others? And it's like, girl, why are you invalidating your experiences? Experience is a, a great teacher. And unfortunately, some people don't learn from certain experiences, and so they continue to experience the same things until they get the lesson. But I am grateful that I am self-actualized enough to actually learn lessons from certain life experiences that I've that I've gone through on so far on my journey. And these are introspective lessons that I've learned, and a lot of those lessons are what I put into the book. So that's what validates me. It's not having the title doctor after my name. That was the other thing, like I talked about on my last podcast, right? It's like, do I want to get a doctorate just so that I feel more credible? No, because having that title does not invalidate any of the experiences that I've had, number one. And number two, it doesn't invalidate the lesson that I got from it. People will come to me or reach out to me on a random basis and be like, oh, I have your book or, oh, this post you said really helped me or, oh, there's a podcast episode that I listened to and wow, that was such good information and good advice. And that's important. Even if it's just one person that I can reach, I'm proud of that. So yeah, I'm going to give myself kudos. The other thing that I wanted to take time to acknowledge is my podcast stats. Like I've done pretty well this year with my podcast. Like I was going over my uh, anchor gives you like the year in review and Regardless of how massive or small the increase or the growth was, if there was an increase, that matters. So I'm proud of myself for consistently posting this year. I said I was going to do one episode a month and I did. Uh, and then towards the end of the year, I actually started doing more episodes. But that matters. All of that matters. And so my stats, I was looking at the stats and, and looking at how many, um, the percentages that I've increased in terms of listenership. I was even looking at like how many episodes I did and how many episodes or which episodes got the most listens to. So like there's this one particular episode that, you know, got a lot of listening and I figured it's because people are nosy, honey. They want to know what's up and what's going on in your life. And that was the episode with my ex-husband on. <laughs> Go figure. So if people had questions about what happened to us or whatever, you know, we explained some of it in that episode. I don't go into too many details, but we get we do cover, um, you know, the basis of our relationship and then ultimately the demise of our relationship. But it's interesting to me that that got the most listeners this year because I'm like, people are messy, honey. They like a good tea, some good tea. 
I'm here for it, you know, even though, again, my my podcast is not necessarily the gossip site. If you want to know more about me and my life, I'm happy to share my experiences and my life journey with you. The other thing that I realized I, I did accomplish, it was, and I, I didn't even realize it was on my vision board, but it was to become a member of SAG-AFTRA. And I remember thinking when I first started off as an actress and I started learning the business because... There's a difference between, you know, the skill of acting and the business of acting. So if you want to be an actor, you need to make sure you learn both. If you know anything about the business of acting, you know that there are unions. I, in particular, when I first started acting, I didn't want to join a union because I'm not in one of those hot markets, right? I'm in D.C. D.C. has a market for acting in Baltimore, but it doesn't have, as, it's not as hot of, an, of a market as like, let's say Atlanta, Hollywood, or even New York. So I always felt that if I joined the union, it would limit me on the types of roles that I could get. And, and in a way it does, because you have to make sure that if you're sag actor, like you have to get paid a certain amount and there are just certain rules and protections. I, would, I don't even want to say rules, but there are certain provisions and protections that are put in place for members of the union. So... Because I wasn't acting full time, I felt like it would limit me from being able to work on certain sets, like a lot of independent sets or indie films. If they couldn't afford to pay me the SAG rate, then they would just choose someone else. And that's only partially true. There are, I guess you could say some loopholes. I don't even want to say loopholes because that sounds like under the table or shadiness. But it's a privilege and a benefit to be a part of the union. There are only so many sets that you can work on that are SAG without you being a SAG member. I kind of became a member by default because I was a must join. I had worked on so many SAG sets, but while I wasn't a member of SAG, but there's a rule called the Taft-Hartley rule that basically says you only have so many times that you can do that before you are forced to join the union. So that's what happened to me when I got booked for this role earlier this year. It was a blessing that I was booked for the role. I was really happy to be considered for it and booked for it, but it forced me to join the union. Now, the only downside to that so far <laughs> has been that you do have to pay to join the union. So I kind of had to come out of pocket up front before I could even film, but it all worked out. And I realized, you know, everything works out for my highest good. So even though I had to come out of pocket to join the union, I'm now a member of the union and it just opens up so many other doors of opportunity for me in acting. And when I get booked again, my rate is pretty much almost guaranteed because I'm a SAG-AFTRA uh, union member. It's a privilege. It's a privilege to be a part of the union. So yeah, that was something that I accomplished this year unknowingly. Like I set out to do it, but I didn't really set out to do it. <laughs> it's weird. I put it on my vision board because I remember when I was making my vision board I, I saw like I just saw it in a magazine and I was like oh yeah I, I want to be a part of the member or part of the union and I just cut it out and put it on my vision board and then bam now I'm a part of the union my book is also on my vision board and I completed that there are a few other things on this vision board that I'm, without getting too personal that I did accomplish looking back at them I'm like huh that did happen those things happened for me yeah, and there's a few other things on my vision board that I'm still trying to manifest, but they're happening. I believe that they're going to happen. I, something I've been working on this entire year is manifesting or like making known the things that I want and desire, releasing them into the atmosphere and letting them go. Like not stressing over them or not trying to like make them happen. That's tough. That is a really tough thing for somebody who is 
like to be in control of their life. Yeah, that's tough for someone like me to do, but I've done that. And you know, I'm also proud that the year's not over yet, but I am gonna be ending the year doing something that I love. I'm in back on stage. I am gonna be in a Christmas production. Uh, again, someone thought of me and asked me to be a part of the Christmas production, and I'm like, absolutely, I'd love to be a part of your production. And so, yeah, I'm gonna be ending the year doing something that I love. Proud of, again, my stats for keeping up with my podcast and and there's so much more that I plan to do with that, but we're not here to talk about my plans. We're here to talk about what I have accomplished. I, you know, hey, I accomplished <laughs> keeping my dog alive. I accomplished not quitting my job whenever they got on my nerves. That's a major feat. I accomplished, you know, keeping my head above water and keeping my sanity. Those are accomplishments. Do not despise your small beginnings. Do not despise the small things that seem, you know, irrelevant because they're not. All those little things add up. So the same way that I was challenged to celebrate myself this year. Oh, that's another thing. I was asked to be a feature in a local magazine. And when they reached out to me, I'm like, me? What? You guys want to know about me? Yes, sis, why not? Why not you? You know, someone recommended you. Again, it, it just goes back to those people who, you know, speak well of you behind your back. That means a lot. So shout out to my girl, Danny for recommending me. And um, that's an accomplishment. I've never been featured in a magazine, like a story on me. <laughs> I'm proud of that. I'm really proud of that. Yeah. So I want to challenge you to take inventory of everything that you did this year that you're proud of, the accomplishments that you had, big or small. Even if it's just, hey, I stayed alive this year, that is a major accomplishment because let me tell you how many people didn't, okay? Anything you can do to celebrate yourself, let's focus on that for the rest of the year. We only have a few weeks left and it shouldn't be that hard to do. Try to maintain joy in your heart. If you believe in, you know, doing the full moons, uh, ceremonies and everything, release that stuff and let it go. Whatever you don't want to take into the new year with you, release it. I sure am. I'm releasing a whole lot of stuff. Woo! Mm. Yes, I will be doing that tonight. Um, I encourage you to do the same thing because once you can release and let go of the things that it is that you want and just let them go and not try to make them happen, they start to kind of like happen. And then you'll look back and you're like, oh, I didn't even really try to make that happen. And look, it happened. That's the magic of releasing and letting go. I appreciate all of you for listening. I can't even believe, oh, that was another thing. When I looked at my listenership and I gained some listeners this year, and I actually am a favorite podcast for six of my listeners. And I was like, what? That means six people really love me and voted me number one as their top podcast. That means a lot to me. <laughs> Listen, I'm celebrating all of my listeners, okay? Every last one of you. I love you. I appreciate you. I pray nothing but supernatural manifestations and abundance for you all for the rest of this year and going into 2023. It's time to take back our lives. We have been robbed of our joy, our contentment and a lot of our lives over these past few years. And I'm here to say no more. From this day forward, I am going to be living my best life. life that A life better than I could even imagine because God promised that, okay? So I wish that for you as well. I pray that upon you. Much success to you. Um, if you are connected to me in any way, shape, or form, I'm proud of you. I love you. And I thank you. I express so much gratitude for you. 
and just go into this new year ready. I sure am. I love you all. Bye.